What's up, guys? Welcome back to the S3 Mag podcast. Uh, today, or I guess yesterday, Ford just released the brand new 2021 Bronco to the public, or the Bronco family, I should say. So today we're here with Bubba, Jeep and Bubba from Black Bear Off-Road, and we're going to discuss that a little bit. So before we kick this off, um, www.s3mag.com, the new issue is out. Um, tons of cool cars in it. If you want to check it out, you can head to our website and see. Um, for 20 bucks, you get two years, a two-year subscription, plus a free T-shirt. So you're not going to want to miss that. But anyways, let's just jump right into it, short and to the point. Like I said in the intro, Ford released the Bronco. Um, uh, Bubba, or who wants to go over just a little bit of the specs? Um, I think Bully, he... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've been reading about it. You know, it's every other post on my timeline, so I can kind of go through it. Sure. Um, <clears throat> I guess let's do it like this. Let's talk about what's awesome about um the Broncos. That sport model, we ain't talking about that. Yeah. The sport like, model. I mean, jump. nothing against it, but who cares? Um, we're talking about you know the two door and the four door. Um. <clears throat> Uh, I mean, I think it's pretty undeniable that Ford knocked it out of the park. Uh, I think they hit a lot of the right boxes. Um, They executed it kind of perfectly throughout. Um, I guess I can go through some of that stuff. Uh, Immediately off the top of my head is manual transmission with the 2.3 liter. Um, You get an optional 2.7, but only with an automatic. Uh, it, it seems like they they absolutely looked at Jeep, obviously, and the Wrangler, and looked at any of the little annoyances that might be in the Wrangler and overcame that. Um, I have a list of them. It's Oh, one thing, I, obviously, the side view mirrors on the cowl or on the A-pillar or wherever mm-hmm. they are, so that when you yeah. take the doors off, you don't have to take the mirrors off. That's awesome. That's good thinking it's good innovation that should have honestly happened on the Wrangler already. Um, The doors are frameless, which means, um, you know how the Jeep doors have the the metal that goes around the window. So when you take the door off, they're giant and you have to fight with them and find a place to put them on the Bronco. They're frameless. So it's essentially a half door when you take it off, which is what allows them to put all the doors in the back of the four door um what else do they do oh i read something that it's like a trap door plug on the door very smart so when you put the door on i think it automatically i think don't quote me on this because we haven't seen it in person but i think it's kind of like a protection style plug that that goes in and automatically plugs it up so your windows will work um hold on what else do they do oh uh uh the fenders i read are quarter turn removable so it's like a little zeus clip like doot doot and you can pull off your fenders. So if you are going to do some dumb stuff, you don't necessarily have to worry about fenders getting in the way. That's smart. That's going to make Bubba's job easier for replacing fenders <laughs> at Black Bear. Um, what else? Oh, an optional rubber floor. Durr. Like, why yeah. doesn't that exist on the Wrangler? To be fair, the Wrangler carpet is easy to come out. You don't have to remove the seats. And it's easy to clean. It's not like regular interior carpet with, you know, a bunch of sound deadening and all that kind of stuff. But like, come on, rubber floor mats would be great. Um, they have that. They have the marine grade vinyl seats. Why don't 
the Wranglers have some sort of, you know, seat that can get filthy like we just did a couple days ago yeah. and then just hose it out. <laughs> um, the switches on the dash, I think, are sealed like a boat, like they're rubber and they're sealed. Um, mm. So that uh, the car is meant to get wet. You know, it's yeah, meant to be yeah. up wet, hosed out. Uh, we lost Bubba. I'll keep going. Um, let me see what else. Oh, an optional 12-inch infotainment system. That's freaking killer. Uh, yeah. And it seems to be pretty sealed off from the elements. Um, uh, no exposed buttons that I can really tell on that. It also has camera assist. So when you're wheeling and you're going up and you can't see over the nose of the car, you know, that's a common problem. You're, that's spotters and whatnot. Um, those cameras will help you see exactly where you know, the, the rock is or the, the part that you do want to, you, you can see your line. Um, that's all awesome. Uh, oh, dude, I forgot. The fact that you can order this thing kind of incrementally, it's not like, hey, do you want a Rubicon? It's eight grand more and it's got what you need and some stuff mm -hmm. that you don't care about. Like, you can order this thing kind of with the features that are important to you. They offer that Sasquatch package. You can get it with 35s. <laughs> You can get it with 470 gears. Now, when you start thinking about the fact that you can get a car with 470 gears and with either the seven-speed manual or the 10-speed auto, you do not need to re-gear. Like, I, I wish Bubba was here. I think you could realistically run 38s, you know, easily. I mean, you can run 37s all day, and that thing's going to be comfortable. Yeah. Um, back, Bubba. Can you see me? Yeah, dude, so can. Okay. Okay, I can't see myself, but okay. I, just, uh, yeah, I heard that point. I actually was hearing this point. Here's my little negative on the 38s. Here's yeah. what I'm concerned about, the IFS. And I'm not talking about the strength of it. I'm talking about if you put a big tire on, are the A-arms going to allow it to actually run parallel, run proper? Or is it, yeah, are the A-arms going to be maxed out? That Sasquatch has, um, I think they call it HOSS. It's like high-speed off-road stability yeah. system. I don't know. But apparently, and they're a little vague on this, and I'll get into that because there's some things that I'm like, yeah, wait a second. But, like, they say it comes with the 35s. They say it comes with, like, upgraded suspension. Well, that's a shock. That's the Bilstein shock, probably the same one that you get in the TRD Pros, I'm guessing. Something with a reservoir or whatever. And a little bit more travel and they say it's got different um control arms so will that allow more drop you know if you've got bigger tires i i don't know how it's gonna play out mm -hmm. but i yeah. think it's dope that they're going down that road that you can get a 10 speed with 470 mm -hmm. gears from the factory yeah. is a monumental convenience <laughs> you know that you no, can finance that stuff and not have to tear it apart a new jeep and do it i did see they're only going to allow the manual in the smaller motor uh-huh uh -huh. which is yeah, fine yeah. it's actually still the same amount of power well, i think it's 270 horsepower so it's in it's within close. 15 horsepower of the wrangler so that's a pretty big deal yeah yeah, that's okay. I'm trying to think of what I else. I wonder why only with the 2.3. That doesn't make much sense to me. Why not just offer it with both? Well, do they make it? Do they make a manual for the 2.7? Is there any other vehicle running a 2.7 that they would offer a manual in? No, I mean, the 2.7 is the F-150 motor. Yeah, so no, um, no manual. Yeah, so I, mean, I know, I know but it's I would assume the adaption is the same. 
I'm maybe sure it's they, not. Maybe not. But why not? Why not a five liter option? Oh. I mean, I no. know the Bubba's want the five liter, but <laughs> you don't need it. I mean, if you I'm want a five oh guy, I love that motor. I mean, I, there's probably a lot of stuff we don't need okay. that's, that's well, coming with this. It's also the first year of it too, though. They they don't want to, you know, yeah. a bag of tricks out. Yeah. I mean, I, and obviously they're looking straight at the Jeep Wrangler. The Jeep Wrangler, <clears throat> up until the teaser a couple days ago, they don't offer that. It's a six cylinder, yeah. so they're they're going toe to toe with that. Um, and I, and honestly, that two point seven is like a weirdly strong motor. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna have grunt, dude. I think I read it's got like a hundred more foot pounds of torque than the the four banger in the in the Wrangler now. Mm. Um. So I don't know, man. I think, dude, you got the potential to have really cool turbo noises and some good torque and some good gearing. Uh, I mean, the design, I think we can all agree they pretty much for oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, like, dude. You it's, know, one, one company that's got to be stretching, like really scratching their heads right now is, is Toyota because yeah. Jeep's dude, like, oh. okay, we have the people. They're, we're not going to lose all these Jeepers. We have you know straight axle but toyota has the ifs it has the same exact stuff basically as the bronco but there's a, a good looking interior like that's gonna draw if you get in the current forerunner sorry that dash yeah. is way outdated yeah it's just well all right so here's mm. the thing and and it's kind of you know me and you and can't take the doors off and you can't take the top off yes dude <laughs> like everybody on social media in the car world it's like, oh, R.I.P. Jeep. And I'm like, whoa. R.I.P. Forerunner. Well, first of all, that is some, <laughs> some odd mm. and misguided anger. And I don't know why car guys have it out for Jeep <laughs> so badly anyway. We'll get to that. But, like, really the R.I.P. is Toyota. Because it is yep. your little, like, but we're reliable and we've got a culture. That ain't yep. working for you anymore, yep. dude. Like, And we have one in my family. We have a TRD Pro Forerunner. We also have a Ford. <laughs> we also have a Jeep. Um, but yeah, I think Toyota's the one that's it, look, I mean, is the Bronco gonna take a lot of market share from Jeep? Probably. Yes. Yeah. I think it's going to be the absolute, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but soccer mom type of vehicle. All the pe all the you know, the people that are driving forerunners, it's the perfect blend. It's not quite as much of an inconvenience as a Wrangler. Because let's be honest, when you're driving Wrangler on the road, especially yeah. if you lift it and put tires on it. That's a lifestyle, man. It's you know, yeah. it's not an easy car to drive on the road. It's not the most convenient or comfortable. So you're gonna have the comfort of the Forerunner with the top down of the Wrangler with the tech and the the interior of modern Ford, which is really good. Um, yeah. uh, back to that m weird misguided anger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it's why. It's him all day long. It's the Jeep Bros. You know, it's the car guys have it out for jeepers like if you don't own a jeep you like don't like them i've seen a lot of people oh I'll never own a jeep and it's like bro why why are you gonna hate like can we just acknowledge before you hate on jeep that jeep has carried this torch for decades when yeah. ford abandoned it imagine mm -hmm. that for <laughs> like you know what i mean like we got to be a little bit like I don't like all the like, oh, man, this is the new Jeep. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's be honest. This Bronco only exists because of Jeep's success, period. Yeah. 
So you can uh, thank Jeep for that. Second of all, this does not make a Jeep any less capable and aftermarket friendly than it was a week ago. Um, right. As a matter of fact, I don't know. I mean, Bubba, you can speak on this. I yeah. think that when it comes down to it, the Bronco is going to be the second reigning champ when it comes to off-road. I do not think without a straight axle. And as soon as you say straight axle, everybody's like, no, straight axle. Well, yes. Without a straight <laughs> axle, it's on paper, scientifically, is not going to be able to crawl like a, um, like a Jeep will. It will be more comfortable on the road. So that's the balance. If you want the comfort on the road, you're gonna just gonna have to suck it up and realize that it's probably not gonna be as capable. Could it with mods? Yes. In the aftermarket, anything's possible, I guess. Yeah. Um, but anyway, what do you think about that? Since you're, you know, you're, you're sure. Bugging. So <laughs> if you have a Jeep and you want to put it on 40s and you own a Rubicon, you can do it. If you buy the Bronco, you're going to have to straight axle swap. That's going to cost a lot of money. That's going to be a bucks. pain. Yeah. That's going to be, but yeah, it's going to, the Bronco is going to win on the road. It's going to win in the sand, actually. So if you live near dunes, the Bronco is mm. going to be better. IFS is just fantastic in, in whoops and sand. So it's going to beat it there. But in the rocks, it's going to break. It's going to get destroyed. You're not going to be able to run the big tires that you want to run. What right do you think? I've heard a lot of talk about it having like a long, long travel suspension, sort of like a trophy truck. What do you think about that? Sure. Well, even in trophy truck world and in the Ultra Four racing, where IFS is becoming more prevalent, it's still controversial. It's still with the biggest A arms you can put out there. It's still limited at how far it can travel. Um, although I did see uh, they are offering on the Bronco a quick way to just rip the fenders off like you can yeah. pull the grill the fenders um, everything looks modular like you can, can just rip off so you're gonna have the room for it but can the a-arms extend far enough for it to be functional like in an actual crawl situation where you need the articulation i don't think so um but that'll that'll be something to see i <laughs> do say they definitely pulled a playbook out of jeep's like own back pocket because chrysler was a failing company and the jeep Pretty much, I would say, saved it. Yeah, yeah. Second quarter for Ford, $5 billion loss. They're about to report, and they released the Bronco. Yep. It's a good play. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like, uh, Long you know, overdue. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I've been I, hearing I, about it for seven years. Like, what do you yeah. think about the Bronco? Let's see it at the car dealership. And they're still not going to bring it to the dealership till 2021. Yeah. Yeah, They're I think though, that first. we're about to hit a really cool time for oh, the yeah. off-road, you know, for oh, yeah. adventure, overland, whatever one you want to call it, whatever the buzzwords are, right? Like, like it's about to get good because we've been messing with it. But yeah, you have the Jeep. Aside from the Jeep, you had SUVs, you know, like a Forerunner or whatever. But they're all kind of just the boxes, you know, with the wheels. But like, I really think now there's going to be this mental divide where like, Yo, it ain't a four by four unless the top and the doors come off. Period. I don't want your Nancy Pantsy little, you know, SUV <laughs> crossover thing. Like, I think that's gonna be the new line. You know what I mean? Like, I think, yeah. I think Toyota's gonna have to bring it. I think they're gonna have to bring back an FJ or something where it becomes more modular, where the top comes off, where you're giving the people what they want. I do think 
Ford killed it. Like this is the most exciting yeah. news that we've gotten in the automotive world. You could argue the Cybertruck, but there's a lot of people out there that the general public aren't ready for electric yet. This killed it. This got everybody's it's attention. Beautiful. Like yeah. it really, they, they, they killed it enough to where, yeah, I think it's going to absolutely be like a mark, like the Mustang was in, in the 60s. You know what I mean? I think it's going to be like, and then Ford back back to Bronco and the game changed and everything got real fun like it was in the late 80s and it's going to be bright colors and the roof's coming off and it's going to be a good time. We're in for a good time. I'm seeing a lot of people who weren't interested in off-road or who aren't really car people at all yeah. get hype about this and I think that says Dude, they hit. Anything. That's they good for hit. my business. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is gonna be good for your business because yeah. it's not just Jeep anymore and some Toyotas. Like, I think yeah. it's coming. And I think, so, yeah, it's like Jesse was saying. I think they they like laser focused in on that exact genre of person. The person sure. that's a car enthusiast that's like, I'm not a Jeep guy though. They don't really know why they're not a Jeep guy. I used to be that guy. You know, I was I was like, I want a Jeep, but I'm not a Jeep guy. And then I was like. Yeah, yes, I am a Jeep guy, actually, you know, but like, I, I think that they've really hit that, man. They've really taken a lot of guys that were kind of on the fence. Should I get a Tacoma? Nope, Bronco. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think it's on now. So we I really actually, I wanna, uh, when there was a leaked photo a few months ago, we actually talked about it in a podcast. And I remember thinking, you know, being skeptical, of course, like Bronco, like Ford's coming into the, to the off-road section, like. A little late to the game when you put it up against jeep and i was thinking you know if they don't knock it out the park you know first go around are they going to back out like they did with the st platform because it's not getting enough attention but when i'm looking at all of these little things on there it's it's like they listen to all of the g people and all of their complaints all of the little things that they wanted and they're like yeah let's do that let's do that let's do that i mean everything yeah. from like when i got my jeep one of the first things i got was the handle so that i can get in my jeep and yeah. that comes into the Bronco. Um, yeah. it, it, when you're overlanding, you want to be yeah. able to mount your GPS or your phone or, you know, whatever else. It has that bar on the dash. So, like, little things like that go such a long way. But yeah, does I it had... look too much like the Jeep? It does. I don't think it looks like a, like a Jeep. Jeep. If it's you look at like the front grill, if you look at the front grill, it looks like the old Bronco. Absolutely. In the hood and the sides. But if you look at it with the top off from the back, I can't tell the difference. It's the exact yeah. same shape of the JL, um, and the taillights look identical. They did so, copy. The I back. noticed they copied the side swing door. They mm -hmm. copied the little, you know, like I feel like there's a couple things that maybe they could have done differently. So for Jeep people were like, ah, that's our stuff. They stole it, and they just kind of tweaked it, and now they're making fun of us with what they made better. And yeah, whatever, man. I don't even want mirrors. That's what. <laughs> the cool thing yeah. about about the the Jeep guys that you guys should be really excited about is this is probably going to make the future Jeeps better. They're going to yeah. see this stuff. They're going to address cheaper. it. Um, yeah. And and the thing is, like Jeep has kind of just owned this whole market segment yeah. by default for so many years now. Nobody's really pushed them to to you know really step it up and do better and and change things. I mean, they've been running the same setup for a pretty long time now. Yeah. Um, so this is going to, you know, hopefully light a fire under their ass yeah. and, and get them moving and hopefully well, bring some more competition in the segment too. 
And I do sure. applaud Jeep for keeping it so true for so long. I know some Jeepers will say that, but overall, like we can all agree that the Jeep has stayed pretty true um, to what it's supposed to be. But I do think that the JK could have, or I'm sorry, the JL, the current one, could have been a little more. It got a substantial transmission upgrade. Other than that, I have no reason to really want to sell my JK for it. I feel like maybe Jeep got a little lazy. The prices kept going up, but because they controlled the market, they kind of said, oh, you know, well, you don't get yeah. this axle with this model or you don't get this with this, you know, little things like we're talking about, like the mirrors on the freaking cow. Like there's little innovations that aren't necessarily tech, just smart innovations in the lineage of Jeep that should have maybe been happening that they might gotten a little a little slack yeah. on while raising the price every year. And this is going to put them in check, man. Like, I, I, I do think if you're a Jeep guy, you shouldn't feel so defensive and threatened. I mean, look, look yeah. the, the more the merrier. Like, I don't care what you're in. I want you guys to come out. I want to be playing off-road. I want to share good times. Like, I don't care what it is. I ain't going to hate you because you bought a Bronco. Like, congratulations. That thing's sick. But I think if you're a Jeep guy, you should be a little appreciative of Ford coming in and giving them some competition because competition makes everybody better. Yep. And, uh, and it well, this could end up being a lot like what happened with American Muscle just a couple of yes, years ago. Yes, I was about to. You know, they, they decide to go retro, then they decide to put more power in the motors, and all of a sudden, boom, Dodge is, you know, crapping yeah. out 700 horsepower everything, mm -hmm. and everybody else is trying to keep up. Which is why it's kind of disappointing to see the you know the Jeep kind of like enthusiasts backing behind it uh, to see that kind of like go down to not see them put as much into it when the JL come out because everything else they're doing like I say it about the Challenger all the time like they, it was totally unnecessary to keep making it faster and to keep making it you know more badass like I wouldn't expect that from like the Chrysler Dodge Jeep area so it's good to 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 see that fire lit underneath yeah man i guess i don't know man time will tell right i i i, I want to see one like in, in front of me at the dealership mm -hmm. yeah because you know i was so pumped when they made the gladiator and then i saw it at the dealership and i was like god oh, they messed that thing up that's bad it's so <laughs> ugly no it looks great lifted but yeah, like, right. yeah. I'm like what it's what happened here yeah 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 I do think a I'm funny curious. note, like a hilarious note, the Bronco basically got killed by O.J. Simpson. Um, <laughs> so you go back and look at the history, you know, O.J.'s yeah. on TV, the whole nation watches, and they get a 94 Bronco, they kill it yeah. in 96. They were set to release it on July 9th. They didn't because they realized that was O.J. Simpson's <laughs> birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the odds, I don't know. I think OJ needs to be in the commercial. I think it Listen. that would be good for me. I think they need to make uh, the juices loose version of the Bronco. <laughs> yeah, scratch the Sasquatch. I want the juice edition. It obviously has to. So, so Bubba, uh, yeah. I know Black Bear was thinking about getting a JL. Are you scratching that and going with a Bronco? Maybe. Listen, me and Willie talked about this, but uh, Bronco Bubba sounds like a X-rated movie character. <laughs> He's Chief of Bubba. Bronco Bubba on Brokeback yeah. Mountain. I did buy the website this week, broncobubba.net.com and um, some others, <laughs> others .org, you know, edu. But uh, no, it's going to stay Jeep and Bubba in our household. In fact, I'm talking to the Jeep dealerships this week about a JLU. 
Okay. Oh. Which, a little insight, not to throw anything on the Bronco, but because the factories have been closed in Michigan, um, there's a shortage of Jeeps right now. So while the entire car market is struggling to sell, Jeep is actually doing really good. They've actually <laughs> created a supply and demand issue currently <laughs> at their dealerships. My concern, mm-hmm. I, I guess kind of in closing, my concern with the Bronco or my concern in general, because of social media and the way people hype and market and hype and hype and hype stuff, um, there's going to be a, obviously a lull. You know, you got everybody super excited, and then there's this lull period, and it's like, yeah. bring it, bring it, bring it. Also, you got everybody excited with the Razzmatazz video. Like, I went back and really looked at that. There's a little bit of deception in that video. Yeah. Uh, they were boasting best in class, this and that and that over Wrangler is essentially what they were saying. Um, the numbers aren't necessarily fair. If you put a, a Bronco on 35s, you create more ground clearance. You know what I mean? Like you're, it, it's, they're comparing best to non-existent. You know what I mean? Like so, so a set of tires is obviously going to change your approach angle, your breakover angle, your departure angle. It's going to lift the vehicle and give you more ground clearance. So they're boasting a lot of best in class that I think can be attributed to the 35s in that alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a little bit of, I was watching the video. Um, there's one that specifically kind of caught my attention where it's like bouncing down this rocky mountain thing and behind it is all rocks. And if you look at it, they just backed up the rocky thing 30 feet <laughs> and then yeah. down it. They were not doing, you know what I mean? There's a lot of deception in there. I, they and were I also going uphill. I think of that Super Bowl commercial with the JL to where you just watch the thing come around the corner, through the river, up the freaking boulders, and gone. No camera trickery. It just happened. It is what it is. Ford. We know from SEMA is all about the glitz and the glam, man. They're all about putting on the big show. And I'm not saying it's not there. I'm just waiting to make sure that it's there like they say it's going to be there. Like Bubba said, I think that this thing will be very good. I mean, I think it's a legitimate 4 by 4 but um, I don't know if it's going The Overland to... market is going to explode with this thing. Yeah. Uh, Overlanders don't look at Jeeps as an option. It's because it's like the rock crawler's vehicle. The Forerunner is the, the choice most people go with. Some people have been going with full-size trucks. This Bronco is going to take over the Overland market because it's better looking than the Forerunner. It's going to have more features. 35-inch tires is ridiculous. Lockers. The interior is phenomenal. It's going to blow up the Overland scene. Rock crawlers will not buy a Bronco. It's just not going to happen. I did see, um, talking about that video, um, they were they were boasting the IFS over the straight axle. They were like, these are the benefits of the independent front suspension. Oh, you see them dropping that. Straight axle. King it's of Hammers. Huge... King of Hammers. You guys like that, right? This is like King of Hammers. It's like, come on, man. Like... It, it's a huge argument right now in, in, in the King of Hammers world and Ultra 4 Racing because um, – Basically, in Ultra 4 and in King of Hammers, you run through a desert at 100 miles an hour. The straight axle is terrible in that. But then they right. get to a section where they have to do rocks, and a lot of guys are having breakages. So it, it is kind of deceptive, like Wooly's saying. I will say a few kudos to, to Ford. I did see they're going to build it in Michigan. So I don't know how many of the parts are going to be American-made, but the sport's getting made in Mexico. So Jeep's been made in Toledo since like 43. So that's a big, big 
plus, and it, they said they're going to have 200 parts to put on it, like aftermarket components they've already made and come up with. So they're going to beat all of yeah. the aftermarket companies to market, which Jeep actually did the same exact thing with the Mopar lift mm-hmm. and winch plates and things like that. Yeah. I, so. One thing that I saw that was kind of funny in that video as well was, you know, they marketed that you can pack the doors inside of the Bronco. And I saw people on Facebook, they're like, yeah, but if you look at the photos, you can't have the top on it and <laughs> pack the doors at the same time. So what is the good of putting the doors back on if you yeah. still have nothing to cover? Because the, really the only reason you'd want to put the doors back on in a pinch is rain. if it was like raining or something like that. So uh, Yeah, that kind of just fell flat with me too because I'm like, who cares? I don't want to carry my damn doors around in the back yeah. of my car. I, I, I don't, don't want to hit the home. throttle and hear all of them move back. Yeah. Yeah. Just hear the sound of scratches. Yeah. Yeah. When Adam, the four-door four Wrangler came out, everyone said it was overweight, and people were getting on the trails, and they were like, this thing is a cow. And people took the top and the doors off and realized how much better of an off-roader it was without that weight. So, like, a lot of Jeep guys are going, we don't want the doors. There's a reason <laughs> we, we leave them at home, even if it does rain. Yeah, much leave them off all summer i mean as a jk owner i i take the doors off and as long as you have a top you're yeah. fine dude like i mean i've been in pretty strong me and hunter have been in pretty strong storms like <laughs> with the top on no doors and you're fine i mean you know it's part with of the 37s you get a little wet in corners but yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't want it to sound like um um you know because as a, as a Jeep guy, I do have some loyalty to defend Jeep when I see people <laughs> saying stuff like "R.I.P. Jeep." But I'm trying not to go down that road and get drugged in the mud with that you know mentality. But I, I am like super pumped for this thing. Like, you think they're gonna bring the FJ back? You think they're gonna bring the FJ back? Please bring the FJ back. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that Toyota and this is hard for me to say, was better in its prime than Jeep was in the early days. Like the old FJ, the BJ diesels were better than CJs. They just were. I hope the FJ comes back, but not like it did last time. That was... Yeah. Don't listen to me. That was a piece of crap. Why? <laughs> like, I, I kind of agree with you. If Ford uh, has... I mean, they look cool, these. but... <laughs> If Ford has hit all these marks on the Bronco, right, why would they not give it a straight axle? Because it's not like... The ride quality, probably. It's kind of almost like Jeep's grandfathered in with that. Like, it's always been that way. Straight axle causes gas mileage issues, like huge ones. Um, It's a lot more weight, and you have rotating components that don't rotate in an IFS. So they probably were trying to fight that. I mean, it's a better car with the... Do you think they're aiming for the overland market? Absolutely. Uh, They're going after the Jeep market, but yeah, they're going to, without realizing, probably go kill the overland market. I think what would be even crazier is, could Jeep come out with a Wrangler that has an IFS option? That would be interesting. Go home. It would be sacrilegious, (laughs) but isn't there... On the other hand of that... (laughs) Jeep people buy a Jeep that's not straight axle. Okay, then should Jeep make a sport version? I mean, they have the Renegade. That's not a Jeep. Yeah, what? (laughs) That's a Fiat 500. That's not a (laughs) Jeep. 
I don't know what Jeep does. I think Jeep just, you know, says, look, this was inevitable. Like, we literally... Jeep liter goes, we're going to put a V8 in it. That's what we've done with everything at Chrysler. We're going to make more horsepower than you, and then that's what we're going to brag about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they're going to put the Hellcat motor in it, and someone's going to die. <laughs> I will volunteer for that death. <laughs> well, cool. I don't know. I think big picture, this is awesome news for everybody. This is pretty significant to automotive design and direction, I think. I think it woke up a lot of auto manufacturers like that and go, man, we have been making some really boring shit that all looks the same. And what? Yeah. Ah, man, let's get to work. You know, like so. I Bring think that that finder back in that kind of attitude. You know, right? I mean, they have yeah. just drugged the Pathfinder name through pig crap. Yeah, um, I just Suzuki. Bring a samurai back. Let's go. See, that's what I'm buying. That's so excited, man. <laughs> um, they make motorcycles. They, they can build a yeah. samurai. Why? It's funny. We, yeah, we just sold. My family inherited a, uh, you know, a, a 2013 Pathfinder um, from my grandparents, and I just had to clean it up and sell it. And like while I was driving it, um, I would, you know, think because I had just like the day before been in Woolies Pathfinder, um, and I'm like, man, like how much we have lost that heritage, or at least Nissan, anyways. And up until the Bronco, pretty much every other brand had lost that, you know, just like analog off-road mentality. And Woolies touched on this before. Like, you're not finding paths in a modern Pathfinder. Like, it's just not what it is. You know, it's the same it's thing that yeah, Chevy did. It's the same no, thing Chevy did with the Blazer. I don't think I Chevy's going to do anything with that Blazer. But you know who should make an Overland vehicle that would just destroy the market? That's Subaru. They need to step up and make their version of the Bronco. That would be because Subaru's attitude matches every attitude of the Overland community. Yeah, you know, they like cabbage yeah. and goats and knives and <laughs> what? weird soy coffee. Yeah, no, you're right. The Subaru people would eat it up, and it wouldn't even have yeah. to be good. No, it could yeah. just it could look like this an egg. No vape in the wilderness. It has, it has all wheel drive and a boxer motor. Yep. Mm hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> Do you think a bigger <laughs> Jeep size well, vehicle could for handle, everybody. handle a boxer? <laughs> what? Could a what? <laughs> Do you think like a Jeep sized vehicle could handle a boxer though? Hmm. I don't think a Subaru can handle a boxer. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't seem to ever go well for him. I don't know. I, ever. I don't know where the loyalty you can always comes. Always take it apart. Add to it. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I'm thinking about the new Bronco and a two door with a little 2.3 manual, just for a a, a toy. Except that's going to be an expensive toy. But dang, that would be fun. Like I am so drawn to that two door. Like I just think that that proportionately nailed it. Like it's so good. The four-door is obviously going to be the one that fits into most families. Um, and see, again, that's why I think this thing's going to be so successful, because you'll be able to drive this thing on trails. You know, most trails, dude, the kind of, you know what I mean? Like 90% of great, America. Oh, yeah. And have a great weekend with your family up in the mountains, whatever region you live in, at the beach. They're going to be great beach cruises. Then you drive it to work on Monday morning, and it really will do that. It will commute well. And it will do trails well. You just won't be able to do the 
weird one percent shit that you see the Jeep guys doing. But <laughs> honestly, who cares? You know what I mean? I mean like, it would do Beasley. It would do the majority of most places. It's just like Mo, even Moab. It would crush Moab, like the Rubicon and just a few other rock crawl places that most Jeepers don't even see. Mm-hmm. Is where it won't do good. So, I'm excited though. Jeep Jeep threatened not to make a removable top. They threatened not to make removable doors. Um, there was they talked about going to IFS while they were making the JL. So we were like on the fence because they thought that America's standards of safety were too hard to make a convertible vehicle of that size. They did it, and now Ford's able to do it. Let's just see everyone else work within those parameters. Yeah, and then let's like, make Jeep obscure again. Let's make Jeep nerds like the guys that owned YJs back in the day. Yeah. I'm down with That's that. That's what Jeep should do is create another, not a sport or whatever you're talking about, but an absolute minimalist raw version of something. A, a two-door JL with the same length as a four-door. <laughs> <laughs> that would be sick. I could get The LJ of the JL world. Or a two-door gladiator. Uh, Another thing that I saw is um, they're trying to build up the same kind of community behind a Bronco that Jeep already has. So they're setting up, like, four locations across the country where you can do, like, off-road training or, like, an off-road school. And they're also, like, developing, like, a social network for Bronco owners past and future. Well, Ford has See, always that's done that. They did stuff. the same thing with SD. I know. And that's that kind of stuff that, you know, it, that drives me crazy about Ford is you're not going to make up for five decades in two years. Right. And that's what Ford, it, it literally is like Ford versus Ferrari. It's like the suits. It's like that scene where he's like, those, those guys, you know? So, like, I'm really excited that they got through all of the hoops and built this car. Now, they do not deserve Jeep loyalty because they brought back the Bronco. Like, that has to be an earning. You have to let the culture happen. You can't just force it and then go in front of your board meeting in a couple years and be like, well, should we make a second model or just scratch it? You know what I mean? Like, that. that's the typical Ford move. Um, And I I, I don't don't do that, Ford. (laughs) The difference is I think that at least just from the reaction, I think that the sales numbers for this Bronco are going to be so vastly different from what happened with the ST stuff, but they're going to say, yeah. why didn't we make this a decade ago? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and that's What's... the thing, is it might give them some leash. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, now it's going to, because I think that whoever, the team that was behind this has obviously just been proven right, just right out of the gate. So, like, I think yeah. maybe they'll give these guys a little bit more leash now. I mean, what's actually happened with the Explorer? Like, like my mom was looking the other day for an SUE, and I was like, okay, well, there's the RAV4, and then Hyundai's got, like, you know, their new stuff. Uh, did you look at Ford? She's like, they don't even make an SUV. So, like, they might capture back their own SUV market now. Like That's what I mean. Like, used yeah. to buy Explorers. Just don't put mm. Firestones on these, please. <laughs> <laughs> All Did right. you see the well, dope little like porthole half doors that you can get from the factory? The same ones that Jeep had at SEMA a couple years back? Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a side-by-side image on, on Google Images now. Yeah, it's a, a complete copy. But, yeah, oh, that's funny. Yeah, Jeep did a concept with that same exact porthole door. 
But the difference is if Ford offers it, Jeep doesn't. So they win cool. again. That's cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think think that about sums. Anybody else got any last minute points they want to throw in there? Nope. No. I think we're all good. Well, all right, guys, that's that's our initial thoughts of the Bronco. At the end of the day, we are really excited to see some, you know, true automotive competition in yeah. um, the 21st well, century. You know, we haven't seen that in a long time, and it's nice to for a brand to release a vehicle um, that we are excited about as enthusiasts, for one. I mean, it's not a sports car, um, but it's still something that has enthusiast hearts and minds. Yeah, um, how did the Bronco get so much more attention from the car community than the Supra, or at least yeah. more positive attention. That's the thing. Because and it was what like, people asked for. It's exactly what we wanted. Flaws. That's the thing. The Supra's people, ugly. So. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and have not oh, been Maddie. making what people want, man. It's always a compromise. It's always too expensive and too automated, and we don't want that crap. And Ford listened this time, and that's what's that's what's awesome about. It. And as a magazine, like as S three, like you know, we've been on this four by four thing since before most obvious. I mean, all right, let me explain. There's obviously a trend in the performance car world to be going overland or to be yeah. going off road. We were on that trend before it was really a trend, and it was actually a little scary. Should we be touching this? Should we be doing this? But it was what we were, you know, we were afraid we were going to get backlash, but it was what we were into. And so that's what S3 does. We do what we're into. Um, and now I feel like here it comes. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. now that the Bronco's out and that car enthusiasts across the board are really loving this thing, um, I think it's about to be a pretty cool time. Unfortunately, I think it's going to be a time of people driving new Rad 4x4s and old Japanese and Euro tuner cars because <laughs> the new tuner cars are either yeah. too expensive or they're too ugly or you can't touch them because yeah. they turn on all their lights you know it's just like so anyway I don't know I think it's an exciting time to be like yeah. where we are with the magazine right now with like the car community that grew up ricing cars out and having fun with our imports are now at the age where like this Bronco and the Jeeps and the Toyotas they all make a lot of sense for us as our quote you know, new car that we can go play with on the weekends while keeping our old tuners. Yeah, so. and you know, I have a hope that because, you know, America or the world is so hyped in general over this Bronco that that might in turn fall into them listening to us, you know, in sports cars. I mean, maybe not, um, but I have a hope, you know. You know, maybe Ford will acknowledge that we got excited over this and be like, hey, maybe they're asking for, you know, a manual GT500. Let's give it we to them. We should pay attention. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. please, Hold on please, to that. If you're thinking Hold about on to that little hope of you. I'm sure you guys saw the new release of the new F-150 and got excited about that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so I mean, the seat lays down. That was last week, <laughs> and, you know. And you put a Ford Fusion grill on it. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, yeah, but see, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it didn't bother me. It's just another Ford truck. Just another it's just an old man truck they drive to church, but now they got the Bronco. That's rad. <laughs> it was like yeah. Bubba was saying the other day. It's gonna be another F one fifty. Everybody puts Georgia University of Georgia <laughs> on the front of them and goes Gosh, to church. He's like, I'm convinced. All they do is take their F one fifties to church, and then they, they actually they work, work out of their Chevy. They work Dodges. out of their Dodges and Chevys, and then they take their F one fifties to church. They're like, Mark Rick drove one, Kirby Smart drove one. 
Yeah. You know, it's funny that you say that. They're going to wheel an old YJ and they're going to drive their Bronco to church. Yeah. Dude, yo, it is so funny that you say that. My neighbor, I've got this old man neighbor and his work truck is a Honda, a first-gen Honda Ridgeline. And his weekend, <laughs> and his, his weekend truck is a brand new 50 F-150. I kid you not. Candy apple red. Uh, but yeah, so guys, in the comments, uh, let us know what you think. Send us DMs on Instagram, messages on Facebook. What do you think about the Bronco? Are you excited? Are you as excited as we are? What do you hope to see out of Ford or just automotive companies in general in the future? Um, we're curious about all your responses. Thanks again to Jeep and Bubba from Black Bear Off-Road uh, to join us once again and throw in a little point, some points that he had on it. But other than that, guys, we will see you next time. Peace out.